Welcome back to the Cross-Platform Podcast. It's our fourth episode. I'm your host, Ian Scott, and today I have the crew with me, the boys. We got Austin. Hello there. Daniel. General audience. And Jamil. Yo, yo. And today we're going to talk about Star Wars. Oh, yes. The one and the only Star Wars. The one... The one that was made by George Lucas. We all we all know who George Lucas is, right? We all know who he is. Uh, we'll sure. The guy so. that made uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, oh. definitely. Oh, I think he Pulp made Fiction. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, is, isn't that the guy who made uh, Moana? Mo- oh Mo- yeah, Moana? absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh wait, no, he made I Captain love... America. That's what. He, that's what. Oh, yeah, dude, I love I this love part of Back to the Future, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Did you guys see him in Passion of the Christ, too? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> that was a good one. That was, that a, was good a good one. one. Hey, it's okay. But yes, uh, yes, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, and specifically, we're going to talk about the first, kind of, the, the Republic era, essentially. So episodes um, for the prequel, one, two, and three. That's the Phantom Menace, Tekken Clones, Origin of the Sith, and then we're also going to talk about a little bit of Star Wars, Clone Wars animated series. Hopefully, y'all know what that is. Um, also, also spoilers about anything and everything. Um, spoilers. Yeah, spoiler spoilers. Alert. Twenty years old. You for the Clone time. Wars at least. If you haven't watched Phantom Menace, Tekken Clones, Revenge of the Sith already, it's been out for a long time. <laughs> it's really yeah, but you know, for yeah. Yeah, 20 for years. users that haven't, you know, haven't gotten around to watching it. Uh, if if you yeah, haven't gotten around to watching it, fair. recommend watching it, please. They're all good. Okay, well, not really the clones, but anyway, um, that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're starting. I like Sam. I don't War, like Sam. Uh, Star Wars Twitter Star Wars would love Wars. to argue with you about Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Star Wars Twitter, Twitter would like to argue with me about everything. Hey, sponsor us. Um, <laughs> make the Star Wars Twitter. Please money, money, money. Star Wars Twitter sponsor us. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Absolutely. Oh, oh, how Star Wars is, has gone thanks to Disney. <laughs> um, but truth, thing is, Disney didn't touch the first first few movies. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. We'll get to that in our uh, to the to the next episode. Next episode, where we talk about the uh, sequel episode. and the. Uh, original trilogy um but we're gonna start off with how we all got into star wars um i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna start off first uh so how i was introduced to star wars my parents kind of um i kind of watched the movies with them i was really really young and the movies came out when i was one came out before i was born and i think the Ted of the clones came out when did the technicals come out was it like 2002? Oh, I could be wrong about. I think so. Now, now you've got me looking things yeah, up I was like, again. I was like <laughs> turning probably either a few months old. Yeah, 2002. 2002. Attack of the Clones came out in 2002. Yeah, because didn't Phantom Menace come out in... Uh, 1999. 1999, I was going to say 99. Okay. Yeah, I was, and then I was a few months old. Revenge of the Sith was 2005. Whew, I was turning before. Sounds years. about right. Um, But... We, my my stepfather just got back from a deployment in Japan, and he brought over a Wii, and he brought along Star Wars, um, yeah, Lego Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga, 
And I was about to say, I was <laughs> I watch the Star Wars trilogy on the Wii. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you brought home a Wii. I'm like, like, yeah, like yeah, actually, a DVD did, did you? the Wii was a DVD player. Yes, you could play it DVDs was. on it. I think. Man, I the Wii did a lot of things. The Wii did a lot of things, but um, enough about the Wii. Like printing money. Uh, <laughs> Not but, for us. But yeah, I was introduced through through this just my parents and family watching Star Wars, playing Lego Star Wars King the Saga. Um and then, you know, also just my own time of looking into Star Wars too, so yeah, I'm a pretty big pretty big fan of Star Wars. So, um Daniel, Daniel, how about uh what you? Okay, so unlike Unlike you guys, I didn't really get too much into Star Wars, like, as a kid. My introduction to Star Wars was basically strictly through, like, the video games. Like, I played yeah. I played the Lego games. I played <laughs> strictly the Lego games. Oh, you haven't played Force Awakens? Strictly the Lego games. I did, uh, I did play uh, the Force... No, I didn't play the Force Awakens. I played the uh, Revenge of the Sith, like, PS2 game or something like that. Oof. But I don't remember it. I only remember the Lego games. That's how I. That's pretty much how I knew all of Star Wars. Not just like the original, but um, like because uh, I I love the games. They're so good. That's how I got introduced to the stories. And for years, I always said oh, I've never seen an episode of Star Wars, uh, quote unquote episode, and mm-hmm. yet I know everything about it. And everyone yells at me he's like you haven't seen star wars and they're stabbing what? me with their <laughs> they're stabbing me what? with their lightsabers <laughs> and oh boy. speaking of lightsabers though i always had uh those those sick those sick toys where <laughs> where like you could just whip it out and whoa <laughs> i didn't want to say anything <laughs> you just, you, <laughs> Hey girl, we're about their damn lightsabers. <laughs> oh boy! But oh my goodness! But the, those toys—you guys know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah I have I those lightsabers. Yes. Talking about. I, have, I have a lightsaber. I have the uh, I have the uh, Anakin's. Ooh, that's a good one. And um, <clears throat> speaking of that, just a uh, quick tangent: it's Anakin's. Fight me, Disney. Fight me. It's not Ray's. It's not Luke's. It's Anakin's. Fight me, Disney. Anywho. Back uh back back to the original. Okay. <laughs> yep. It's it's one of those days. Now don't getting us sued. <laughs> don't go getting us sued. Oh no. Getting us sued. We're already gonna <laughs> episode, get reported. <laughs> episode five. Welcome to the broke podcast. <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> but um I, I got into the uh, Star Wars the whole the whole entirety of Star Wars mostly because of Disney Plus. That's what mainly got me into into all of the Star Wars. Heck, um, I got into Star Wars before the ninth movie came out. That's that's basically around the time that I just watched the movies, and I loved them. They were beautiful, even like all of the quote-unquote mediocre acting that you get from the original trilogy. I loved it. Ewan McGregor is my hero. 
and no one can tell me otherwise. <laughs> I always love those memes. I love those memes where it's a picture of Ewan McGregor in uh, Attack of the Clones. And it's just a picture of him, and it says, I'm going to tell my kids this was Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> it's uh, But yeah, nice, man. the... Uh, the, uh, the whole, the whole entirety of Star Wars, I've, I love it. It's beautiful. It's, it's a work of art. And I, Mm. I genuinely wish I got into it a lot sooner. Just because, like, the Star Wars fandom is, like, kind of dying down now with the new, the new trilogy. And it sucks because I feel like I'm entering at the wrong time. But at the same time, it's Star Wars. There's never a wrong way to enter it. There's never Thoughts. the wrong time to enter it. No. That's a fair but point. Anywho, uh, enough about my Star Wars optics. Uh, Austin, tell me about your Star Wars optics. That sounds cool. I like it. Star Wars optics. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Star Wars optics. Um, so... Man, I, I just always remember being into Star Wars ever since I was a lot young. Like, I remember playing uh star wars lego star wars it wasn't even the complete saga on the ps2 and i had a, a friend in uh when i lived in georgia named uh daniel as well he was really into star wars i never really i watched the movies quote unquote i was like yeah i like star wars and i watched the movies even though i really didn't get it when i was really young so i you were a fake fan. as i got older i was like you know what star no i really liked star wars <laughs> Like, I just, I just, I just didn't like, you, you know, it was like, oh yeah, yeah spacecrafts and, you know, lightsaber fights pew, pew, and stuff like that. But yeah, pew, pew. but then pew, pew. back in, I would say like, I would always like, yeah, I've seen the Star Wars movies, you know, I like, I like Star Wars, but then it was back, back in 2019. That was a very rough year. I was going through some, a lot of loss that year. Whether it was my, you know, my relationship, and then I lost two animals, like, I'd lose two pets. Like, it was, it was a rough year for me. I remember some family being over, and I think they're watching, uh, and some, I don't, can't, can't remember on the top of my head what Star Wars movie was. I think it was, um, gosh, what was that one movie called? Rogue One, I think, or something like that, because I hadn't seen it, so I was kind of oh, yeah. watching a little bit. And it was a, uh, star fight. And it was just a pretty awesome, like, starfight. I can't remember what movie it was exactly. And I was like, man, Star Wars. Like, that's, that's insane. Like, that, that was awesome. So then, you know, they released Disney Plus, And I was like, okay, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm in, a, you know, I'm in my feels. You know, I just, I need to get into something. Like, I need to keep something busy. So I just started watching all the Star Wars movies. I went for Phantom Menace, like, I went all the way up, I started watching Clone Wars, I started watching, you know, all the stuff, like, I watched literally, like, the side movies, the one side movie I did not watch is Solo, though, I still need to watch that one. That was a good one, but, it was pretty good. But I, and then I just, I really got into Star Wars, like, I remember, like, talking with Ian all about it, I'm like, dude, this Star Wars stuff is sick, and now here I am with, uh, two... $250 lightsabers sitting in my room. Mm. <laughs> Don't remind uh, me. But, you know, uh, uh, you know, with Dan- one of Daniel's here as well, but that's besides the point. But now, like, you know, my my room is completely, you know, decked out with Star Wars. You know, I just, Star Wars is just so great. I got a bunch of pops of it now. Like, I've always just really liked Star Wars, and 
I don't think like it's one of those communities where it's like everyone's really supportive of each other. It's either well, it, it's two sides. It's either you're really supportive of each other or you hate each other's guts because you know someone says one movie is better than the other or you know people hate this movie or this movie or whatever but honestly like i saw i read something where it's like star wars is star wars if you hate one star wars movie you hate star wars yeah but it's like you can dislike a movie like you've you you know you can like not like one movie more than the others which is you know um, obviously makes sense but at the same time, though, it's like if you hate absolutely cannot fathom a Star Wars movie, then essentially you just you hate Star Wars at the same time. Now, of course, that doesn't make sense, but at the same time, it does. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys catch my drift a little bit. But no, I understand. Oh I guess, yeah, it makes sense. I guess it depends on whether yeah. you hate the concept of like Star Wars as is portrayed in that movie and just the movie itself. Like, if you can't distinguish it, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, I'll definitely go that route just to make it a little easier to make yeah, sense. But I get you, man. That just so that just made it more confusing. I'm more confused because of what you said, Jamil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> it's it's all right. It's a feeling. I'm always confused. It's, it's fine. You think it makes new. sense fine. to explain? Is <laughs> no, it's fine. fine. It's fine. We're not gonna worry about it. <laughs> but I, I just. It's just one of those films, those movie series where I'm like, okay, great. I'm a big fat nerd with this while other people, you know, they're, they're big fat nerds with like Star Trek or, you know, Back to the Future or whatever. I mean, they're, they're not even, you know, they're not even as close to as big as they are, but the, the Star Wars fandom's always ever so growing. And like Daniel said, it's, there's never a wrong time to start watching the Star Wars movies just because... I think Star Wars movies are for everyone, but at the same time, you know, don't be afraid to not like Star Wars. Like, I mean, this is just personally my feeling, but like, if you don't like Star Wars, dude, I don't care. Like, you don't like it, so what? Like, you know, enjoy your life. Yeah. Um, Right. (laughs) Now, now I'm actually curious, Jamil, how did you get into Star Wars? Like, I'm actually really curious Uh, about this one. I don't think I've ever done this. You should know, and I think most of you... You guys are well more Austin because he's the one that got me to watch pretty much every single movie, and I watched it with him. But besides that, right. I wasn't always a fan of Star Wars as a kid. I was when I grew up. Like when you're a kid, you'd like to play with certain toys. Uh, you maybe get one of those bu- building toys where you get hammer something in, or you dress up as Spider-Man for Halloween. And I remember something? one time, I I don't what. <laughs> Hammering something? Hammering something? You know, oh, you've <laughs> never had like a block toy. Oh, or I had this. I remember specifically. Hold on, no, those I know still, this isn't those Star still. Wars. I know this isn't Star Wars, but I had like a little. It was like a construction robot, and it was like a. I don't even know how to describe it. I'd have to find a picture no, of it. All the fancy toys. No, 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 nothing like whack a mole. Like those Lego robots. I, I don't remember. No, I, I I can't exactly describe it here, but just that's besides the point the light i used to play with the lightsaber like a plastic lightsaber and th- i whipped was it out just, just whipped it out yeah hey, <laughs> you whip it out whip out the lightsaber <laughs> that's like how I, it's just it was one of those i was like uh how do you put it uh the the kid was just fascinated by something like star wars even if i have no idea what happens in the movies i think i played the 
it was okay. What's the what's the fifth God, Star Wars say, movie? If you say Lego Star Wars, the fifth Star Wars movie was say the fifth, the fifth. Oh one. God, there was this an SNES game. Uh, there was an SNES game of it. Oh God. Oh, Super Star Wars. Yes. What Super Star Wars? It's it was okay. one of them. The fourth. Uh, it's no, uh, it's called Super Star okay, Wars. It was called but Super Star. The fifth movie is Empire Strikes Back. Yes, oh, that's that was the game that I played as a kid. I played it like a little bit because I didn't play much of our SNES games, and um, oh dang it, I lost my train of thought. Uh, so I played. I played that game. I would, you know, play with the lightsaber as a kid. Uh, I know I had a friend a friend a while ago who would play Lego Star Wars and had me play it a little bit before I actually played it recently and actually got <laughs> to enjoy it instead of watching him play it. Uh, <laughs> so Lego Star Wars is building our love of Star Wars. Oh, really good. Building up. Oh my goodness, that was yeah. That, was that one was intentional. Literally building <laughs> the love of Star Wars. I didn't want to talk about Kalee Saga. I was like, I really don't even want to talk about it. I thought, I thought you were yeah, going to say, I don't so... want to talk about your pun, but okay. Oh, no. <laughs> that too. I, I'm angry at that game. So I tried completing it, the... and I'm just like, no, I'm good, thanks. Like, halfway through it, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. Wow. Um, skipping to, like, modern day, as I said, Austin, uh, you kind of got, were the guy that got me into... Um, star wars as a movie series as like the movie series that it originated from and i think we we started with the prequels i think i remember you warning me beforehand like this uh, second one jamil isn't is you might not you might not Good care luck. for it but i just had a fun time watching live it through with it you live through it live through it live through Promise it yes <laughs> yes it. that's Promise what me. you were saying to me live through it and but you know what Regardless of that, I think the best thing I got out of it is just being able to watch it with you because mm-hmm. whenever I'm with a friend or just a family or anybody who I can like talk with during a movie and we can whether the movie is bad or not, although especially if it's bad because then we can trash talk it the whole time or just it's make fun of bad. certain scenes. Um that's like a bonding moment that I absolutely love and being able to sit down with you and watch those movies was excellent and now I'd say I'm a, a fairly decent fan of Star Wars. It's not on my mind all the time, but I actually understand what's going on when somebody says Darth Vader. I don't think, oh yeah, that person that has a cool lightsaber. I think this man wiped out an entire planet for the Empire. Pretty sure that, if you see like Darth Vader, like even even if you were a kid, you knew who Darth Vader was at least. Like, you yeah, like either so Darth Vader badass. or R two D two. Exactly. That was those were those were like the two that everyone knows. Exactly. Like you know, like from a from a childhood perspective, like I kind of knew who the character was, but I barely understood it in the context of the movie. You knew and he was evil. I knew he was evil. One. That that was obvious. I remember. I know the whole no that meme. I knew that for <laughs> yeah. for a long time. So. There's just a lot of elements of Star Wars I like. The fantasy part is definitely very incredible. Seeing a bunch of futuristic technology, despite it being a in a galaxy a long time far, ago, far away. Far away. Far, uh, far away. Thank you. That was Einstein. entirely wrong. <laughs> that was entirely wrong, and I it hate was. It. But I did that on purpose. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what I like most about just Star Wars in general. Um. I don't 
I, the lore is definitely in, it intrigues me, but I think just as movies, they're they're pretty fun to watch for the most part. And regardless of whatever we can say about the prequel films, I find enjoyment through pretty much all of them, the first and the third in particular. Because regardless of the acting, I think that's actually like a just a fun part. Because if there's a, a movie that's like, yeah, the charm of that. Because if a movie can charm me uh, by being bad or just so bad it's good, that's one thing. But if the movie is just bad that I actually get bored wa watching it, that's the worst thing you can do for me. Is bore me in a movie that's meant to entertain me. So... That's kind of how I feel about the whole series, um, at least from, from my perspective. I, it's more of something that I recently got into, but I've always had that spark, I guess you could say. I think that's the best way oh, of sure. putting it. Oh, yeah. So, I think we um, all got into, I think we all got, well, of course, um, whereas me and Ian were really into, uh, I would say as much as Ian was when he was younger. But I can definitely say that me and Ian were really, were, were, you know, like, you know, we, we, we knew Star Wars. Like, I was able to have a conversation with them about it. Not a deep conversation, but still, like, you know, a conversation. But I think, honestly, I think I got you and Daniel into Star Wars pretty much at the same time. Because I was like, guys, Star Wars, you guys need to watch it. Like, definitely. get Disney Plus, you guys need to watch yeah. it. And now we're all like, guys, Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> And now I'm buying like five lightsabers uh, <laughs> into my collection. Uh, find addition to my collection. You're not a true Star Wars <laughs> fan if you don't have seven hundred dollars worth of lightsabers. That is, yeah. I <laughs> see. I walked in with the one that Daniel had, and or that Daniel bought, and I was so. <laughs> my parents looked at me and I was like. Are you, are you serious? Like that's that's what that's what you got. And then, but, you and know then, it. Uh... Sorry, and then uh, was it like uh, you put it on the table and your parents were like, "Did you buy another one?" And then I came up and grabbed it, and they were like, "Oh I was wait, like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. This is definitely mine." I miss it. <laughs> yes. So one of the movies that, you know, everyone gives, I wouldn't say too much flack, but they still kind of go, oh man, you know, that it wasn't the best was, was Phantom Menace. Uh, Fa Phantom Menace was one of those movies where I enjoyed, but at the same time was almost like, what? Oh, I but, thought it was really good. Well, I thought it was pretty good. You enjoyed Phantom Menace? I enjoyed the Phantom Menace. So, uh, Ian, what what did you think? Like, what do you what were your thoughts on the Phantom Menace? I enjoyed it. Who is the Phantom Menace? Oh, Why is the Phantom Menace? Those deep philosophical questions. I remember how is the Phantom Menace going is to the movie okay? theaters and watching it in three D when it was released in three D, and I went to uh, my grandpa took me and my brother. And we waited in line for about two hours. Is not only we were going to watch this movie when it first, you know, came out and early in the morning, it was also the opening day of a new movie theater. Like this place was humongous, and oh dang, it was the line was packed. They were all all there wanting to watch the movie. 
or not the new one, but the re-release of the Phantom Menace in HD uh, IMAX 3D2. It was awesome. It was a blast. Um, Phantom Menace was definitely a weird one. It kind of, I guess, in a way, it has its own charm just to lay down the plot points and to introduce us right. to a good chunk of the cast all in one. So it's not, you know, kind of dragging it out or whatever. Uh, so that's what I feel about it. I think it was a good start. It wasn't the best, but, you know, you didn't see a little bit of Qui-Gon Jinn, you know, power, power to Qui-Gon Jinn. You know, it was only a movie for, like, total screen time, 10 minutes or something. Rip Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, Rip. <laughs> dude, what a legend. Only 10 minutes of screen time. Uh, seeing Darth Maul and... You know, that's Darth Maul, as you know, man. What a what an absolute legend. Uh, and in Jar Jar, good, good Lord, Jar Jar. Oh boy. I don't 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 make me remember that. I don't want to remember Jar Jar. I honestly yeah, forgot about Jar-Jar? that in the movie. <laughs> I forgot about Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Jar 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 Me me's a favorite. You said Misa gonna back. you said no. gonna repress me. <laughs> hey, what was that one dude again? He uh, he had Anakin and his Very mom as a slave. Oh, oh, um, Watto. Yeah, Watto. Watto. Oh, Watto. Same thing. Hey, it's me, Watto. Watto. That was oh, that that's, was that's too accurate. That that's too oh. accurate. I hate it. Oh, remember the. Speaking of talking about the Phantom Menace, let's talk about or uh, what I'm on while I'm on the topic of Phantom Menace. It reminds me of the uh, mission in the Complete Saga where you start off in the Phantom Menace, you're in the forest, getting around those uh, droid carriers. Oh my goodness, Jesus! Oh, that was good. Stuff. That, I, I would definitely say that's one of the most iconic levels in the Complete Saga. That was love. Because one of those missions where I just remember on the top of my head for no apparent reason. And I know it's just this most random place. one. It's just, eh. it's not even that like relevant to anything. Like, like that's just all I remember. <laughs> that's, and then after that, it's like it's like the Gorgon. That's because that's, that's as far as you can get. <laughs> not wrong. Because that's like this. It's like the second level or something like that. Also, what really drew me Is to Phantom Menace, so, yeah, uh, was like the the costumes. Was really nice, and the ship design of oh, yeah, the no Naboo doubt. fighter also was like one of my favorite things. Is looking at the Naboo fighters; those things are dope. Mm-hmm. Those are dope. Looking. Oh my gosh, they're dope. They look like a lot of fun to freaking drive. Are you kidding me? I would love to drive one of those. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I would crash into a planet within five seconds. <laughs> I'd be like entering hyperdrive. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Five seconds. I'm in the Star Wars universe. Explodes. That's pretty much that how would, I'd be. That would happen. I believe it. But but then I'd do the Wilhelm scream, and everyone would love me. Yes, everyone yeah, loves Wilhelm. I'll be the Star Wars hero. I'm the bullet that entered the Death Star. Oh shoot! You're right. <laughs> Forget about Luke. Forget about the Force. I'm the one who He's killed the, the Death Star. I'm the bullet. He's the torpedo. The I am the torpedo. I am the torpedo. The Dan Pedo. Dan Pedo. <laughs> Alrighty, Austin. What about you? What are you? Uh, what are your feeling about the Phantom Menace? 
See, The Phantom Menace is the one of those movies where I was just kind of like, okay, you know, you have Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor, which in the beginning scene, which is which was pretty like interesting. I was like, it's like, okay, what is happening here with who, who my are these boy? People? Yeah, <laughs> but I thought, you know, I, I really it was really cool to see Qui Gon, and then you know, just just kind of see the start of Anakin, which. I loved how Anakin just being at that point, just being so innocent and just seeing, you know, the Jedi at a certain light and just being like, okay, yeah, you guys are heroes. Like you guys are here to save us. Like, this is fantastic. And then, you know, Qui-Gon was like, okay, yeah, I can't do that. And I'm sorry. And Anakin's (laughs) like, what? You're supposed to help people. What? Huh? But I think one of the most, like, I thought, I think one of my favorite lines in that whole movie is when, uh, I think Qui-Gon, and then, of course, it was Padme, but they didn't know it was Padme. So, or, like, Queen Amidala, but then they didn't know that. So, they're, like, walking into this, like, the the, the town uh, on Tatooine. And <laughs> Qui-Gon was like, well, the, the, or Padme was like, yeah, the queen isn't gonna like this. And then Qui-Gon was like, well, the queen doesn't have to know when that is the queen. <laughs> <laughs> So she just gives the space to him, like, well, I don't agree with this. What did you say? <laughs> See, I remember a lot of just... I always remember, whenever I think of the Phantom Menace, I always think of the beginning part when they're on Tatooine. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, like, the, the invasion of Naboo. And all that kind of stuff, even though that's really yeah. why they're on Tatooine is because of the, the invasion of Naboo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think my fa- absolute favorite scene would have to be... <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to get leave out of the hangar and there's a droid and he's like wait a minute that doesn't compute wait you're under arrest <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute you're under arrest who are you are you no i i, I love i love the droids it doesn't matter where in the Star Wars universe like i love them in clone wars i love them everywhere he's the captain they were <laughs> Well, guess I'm the captain. (laughs) No, shoot him. He's the captain. Well, I guess I'm the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) I freaking love this. Like how, despite being droids, they still have a personality. Oh, but all the same personality. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, Jamel, how about you, man? What What did you think about Phantom Menace? Uh, I guess I have. Like, I don't. I guess I kind of agree with you. Like, it's one of those movies where it's not the best thing I've ever seen, but there's so many moments from it that I'm just like, what in the world is happening? Uh, there's just too many to count. The pod racing is definitely a highlight. It's so weird. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> it's got so many quotable <laughs> lines, and yet it, it it almost feels like it doesn't fit, but it does at the same time. It's just so strange. Um I mean, I as as I was saying, I watched the prequels before the the original trilogy because of how we watched it, Austin, um, and so I guess I'm not as biased biased like starting off or going into the prequel films. So I th- I thought it was a good movie overall, especially once they got to fight Darth Maul. Oh um, yeah, both Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan. That was a really well choreographed uh, scene, and seeing like Qui-Gon Jinn who's like one of the wisest Jedi out there just just get yeeted 
Just, just dead. <laughs> he's got stabbed. He's got stabbed. He's got Sorry. When you said quiet, when you said Qui Gon Jinn like that, I don't know why. All I could think of <laughs> that stupid. Please don't tell me. Smell the Anakin. Okay. So for those that you don't know, maybe they, maybe some do. There's a meme where you look it up. It's like Qui Gon Jinn. Jedi knows. Jedi knows. It's like him saying he has a Jedi nose, telling Anakin that he oh can God. smell the Sith or whatever. It's, I can it's smell the Anakin. Smell it. <laughs> yes, with my Jedi, Jedi, Jedi nose. nose. And his <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> wink. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so. Amazing. Oh my God! But that's the thing about about the, the these movies. Not even just um, Phantom Menace. It's as silly as they are it's it's just so fun to watch them compare like the original trilogy was fun to watch too for its own for its own uh reasons but phantom menace is just funny and and all of it the, is a good the, movie yeah uh, all of the prequel films i think are funny that's kind of my view on all of them i think the only thing i didn't like especially about phantom menace that i don't think happens as much in the other two films is the politics involved like I, I don't give a, a damn about space politics oh then you wouldn't like clone wars <laughs> <laughs> no oh, you're absolutely that, but i did watch some of clone wars and that's pretty much all it was <laughs> but the difference is that i like the characters and i cared about them so i could actually watch it but every time they got into the political stuff where Obi-Wan was saying, we got to make a deal with this guy. No, you don't. Just kill him. I mean, the, the <laughs> countless amounts of to have democracy. You know how many no, war crimes Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka, and every Jedi committed during the Clone Exactly. They're not, there was a lot of war crimes going around. Right? But so did the other side. All of them did. That's why it's called the Everyone Clone did. Wars. <laughs> It's a war where no one wins. More like the clone war crimes. Jeez. By the way, no, only one person anybody wins. who ignored the spoiler <laughs> warning and has no idea what the Clone Wars is, I pity you right now. Oh, boy. Uh, Why? Pity. Because we're talking about the Clone Wars and they won't under understand, uh, understand it fully, I guess. Or maybe they, they do. Will. I don't know. Anyway, well, that's kind so of how good. I feel. Uh, was it? Who, who didn't talk yet? Daniel. Daniel, me, okay. Me. Don't forget about yeah, me, Daniel. Jamil. Well, Don't tell forget us. me. Tell us, Daniel. It's, it's me. me. <laughs> what do you think about the Phantom News, Daniel? Alrighty. So, I feel like uh, all of us kind of have that, like, general thing with the Phantom Menace that, like, it's it's the starting episode. It's the first one. It's kind of... I don't. It started the series. What I love about the Phantom Menace was... Um, I guess I mostly am fond of it with the Lego games. Like I said, I am a sucker for them games. I love Video Lego games. too much. <laughs> but um, hey, I can mostly games. remember... Oh, they're so good. I can mostly remember that, like Austin said, that first kind of scene where they're in the meeting room and the room fills with gas. And I remember watching it and I did the whole Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the <laughs> pointing at, pointing pointing away meme. <laughs> I love that meme so much. <laughs> I did I did that basically, and was like, "Hey, look, that I remember this," and it was beautiful. And I think uh, one of the best things that the Phantom Menace has given us was Qui Gon Jinn, 
because like he becomes literally the coolest character in the entire series but we don't know that because he dies and sad and i wish we got to just have his character more but freaking liam neeson was like no i don't want to and i hate that it sucks <laughs> I don't know there's talks about him coming back though. Yeah, for the Obi Wan so. for the Obi Wan series, right? Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, I think so. I mostly love Qui Gon Jinn because his lightsaber was the toy that I had. Like it, it was mainly his lightsaber, and I loved it. And every time I can like, I want to, I want to get one of those lightsabers just for the just for the heck of it, just because it'd be so nostalgic and fun. Yeah, do but some like choreography. The, I do that. I'll do that with a better <laughs> lightsaber. I'll do that with a fake lightsaber, bootleg lightsabers. But bootleg boot saber, boot, boot sabers. But the Phantom Menace. I think what was really cool that they they introduced, but they don't really go into that much was pod racing. Because I feel like that was just a one time thing. Unless if I'm wrong, but like I feel like the no. Phantom Menace. Just kind of does pod racing, but no one else does it. Yeah, like I would have it, loved. It's really funny that it's like how they presented pod racing. It was like, yeah, pod racing. Everyone knows what pod racing is, and it's really funny because like you watch pod racing, and you're like, yeah, I know what this is, even though yeah. you have no idea what it <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly, it's just it's, it's exactly just like a what it sounds like. <laughs> the pod racing is like I, I don't know how long the scene is, like thirty minutes, forty five minutes, but it's, it's just a long, it's a good distance. it's a it's a good side good side scene. But that's just a whole scene of like Michael Bay explosions. You see one dude like explode, and you're like, "Yeah, this is normal." And it's like, "This is yeah, this is pod, this is pod, this is pod racing." But I wish they, I wish they did pod racing a little bit more, or at least like referenced it with like Anakin being like, "Oh yeah, this is just like my pod racing days." Blah blah. I guess I mean I guess they kind of do with his uh, expert flying. Yeah, he does kind of mention But I think he said something about it in Clone Wars, but I'm not too sure. Though. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I should have finished Clone Wars. But anywho, I think also, uh, like you guys were saying, Darth Maul, boy, howdy, is he badass. Yes, sir. Oh, he's like, like the most badass villain. Especially, especially just like. <clears throat> Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Especially whenever like he comes out. And just imagine. Imagine being watching it for the first time in 1999, and seeing him just like pull up his lightsaber. One comes out, but then psh, a second one comes out. Bro, he could do. I that? could just, I could just imagine the entire movie theater just screaming, "Oh my god, there's two of them!" And then, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Oh my god, that's literally the best thing ever. It's the best song in all nine movies, in all Star Wars media. Iconic. That's the It's like the best. only one I can remember. Ugh, it is beautiful. And I still love it. I'm like, if I need to get hyped up for like the gym or something, I'll start playing that and be like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll... I'll look like the idiot in the gym jamming to whatever music they're playing. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> or it's like those memes where it's like, I wonder what he's listening to. And it's, it's, that's what it is. Probably death metal or something like that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
But, but I feel like, I feel like after that is where it kind of gets all fuzzy for me. Like, I, I generally remember what happens after that with the Phantom Menace. Because, like, after that fight, it just kind of starts dying down, which it's the end of a movie. <laughs> but all I can remember from it was, like, um, how Anakin, oh, yeah, Anakin would, uh, he went to, like, the spaceship and he kind of helped the, uh, the other pilots and all that. I thought that was actually really cool. And uh, also, I think, was that whenever uh, he, he went to go, like, fly the plane and R2-D2 came with them? Is yes, that right? Yeah. Yeah. That was also a really cute scene because it's like introducing uh Anakin and R2D2's kind of connection. I thought that was super right. cute. And then uh the whole thing with Midichlorians. That's a very controversial one. Midichlorians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like even now we still don't understand them. Even if we don't understand them, I don't know how I feel about a biological basis for the force. I mean, Other it kind of makes it, sense. A bunch of wiggly woos. It makes sense, wiggly, but at the same time, woos. I think it. <laughs> it's like everyone's it, version we could of like, go on, like a whole hour about and it. chakra and all that stuff. Yeah, it kind yeah. of gave an explanation, but at the same time, it didn't. It didn't really get a good explanation because it's like one of those things where it's kind of I don't know, dude. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> yeah, almost. He's, this boy's make, got a lot it. of midichlorians. Midi what? Now? Make it ever will. Make it, <laughs> make, make it's make it's it like a, a score. Like how powerful test. they're connected to the force. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Jamil, Now you got me. Test on, yeah. On now you got me curious. No. How do like, you get are we the not going to talk about that? Qui Gon Jinn just without asking did a blood test. Yeah. On Anakin. You can feel it. He smelled it with his did. Jedi nose. Like you don't know where the that needle's been. <laughs> it's been safely like stored away. Why do you ask these questions, Jamil? I just it, silly question. Anywho, The Phantom Menace was a great movie, but I think one of the more controversial movies that everyone seems to no one talks about it, but everyone knows that's one of those eh movies is Attack of the Clones. For me, Attack of the Clones was, it, it is kind of like that, uh, the middle ground movie. Everyone talks about, like, The Phantom Menace, it's the start of it, or Revenge of the Sith. That's a be- that's that's our favorite, at least it's my favorite, out of all nine movies, is Revenge of the Sith. But Attack of the Clones, I feel like, is one of the most important episodes in, in at least the hmm. original trilogy simply because it introduces the clones. And if you don't know what the clones are, it's they're basically one person. Is it is it Django Fett? Is that right? Django yes. Fett, yeah. Okay, yeah. But um it's he's like I I can't remember too much about like Django Fett because they don't really go into his backstory too much. All they know all I know at least is um Jango Fett is, like, he's the main guy. He's, he's like, the main clone. He's not the clone. But he's the one that the clones... Yeah, he's the one that the clones were based off of. Yeah. And then he has his quote-unquote son, uh, Jango Fett, which goes on to be a villain in the original trilogy. But I feel like that... uh, Did I say say Jango? 
Yeah. Django gets Same his point. head cut off, but no. Oh yeah. I <laughs> wow. Spoiler. Hey, Yuri, you said there's a spoiler a alert. We, we the, yeah, I know. Yeah, we did get the spoiler alert to just the head but, being chopped off. <laughs> but I think one of the coolest things, and honestly, one of the best things about that movie, was the fact that Samuel L. Jackson specifically asked George Lucas if he could have a different color lightsaber because like there's that whole scene where they're all fighting in uh it's like some sort of a pit or something yeah they're in the uh genosis arena some kind yeah Yeah. exactly the genosis arena and he went up to george lucas was like hey can i have like a purple lightsaber and george lucas was kind of like i'll think about it and now he's known as the guy with the purple lightsaber purple has his own (laughs) meaning purple has the meaning of the uh, Jedi who's able to kind of balance the force with with the the dark side and the light side, but more of an equally balancing in a way. It's not like a like a gray Jedi. It's like that's a neutral. That's a that's a neutral Jedi. Those yeah, they have the power to wield both dark and light, but they all align themselves with the Jedi Order. That's the right. that's the canon reason. The real reason is Samuel L. Jackson just wanted to stand out. True. And he deserves it. I love that man. But there's not there's not really much I could talk about with the Jack of the Clones, other than uh <laughs> the best scene in all of the Star Wars movies. Oh, I don't no. like sand. It's coarse and rough and it gets everywhere. <laughs> that is the best thing. Anywho, uh, enough about enough about my opinions of a somewhat okay movie. Austin, tell me about your opinions of Attack of the Clones. So, pretty much like what you said, Attack of the Clones is a very controversial movie amongst the Star Wars movies, just because people are like, oh, it's bad acting, blah, blah, blah. But the thing with Attack of the Clones, it's one of the most, like, almost like you said, it's one of the most important movies, in my opinion. Well, the thing with the quote-unquote bad acting with Anakin in the movie is, well, Think, you gotta kind of think about it this way. It's like he's trying to portray, like the act, you know, Hayden is trying to uh, Hayden Christian, the you know, the actor was trying to portray literally a you know a teenage boy who hasn't had contact with a female in many years. Outside so trying to figure that, yeah, try to figure that balance out. Like poor Anakin, <laughs> and I don't even mean his mom either, because like he. When, when he went off to be, you know, like, as a Padawan into training and stuff like that, like, he hadn't had any, really any contact with a female, and of course he's a teenager, you know, those hormones, blah, 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 so of course he's gonna be awkward, but the main thing is, is you can really see Anakin's hatred in this movie, like, the whole scene with, you know, the, um, the Tusken Raider camp, mm-hmm. how he, you know, he killed all the men the women the children too blah blah because you know his, his, his <laughs> because you I know saw his mom them like animals i hate them. them the men <laughs> the women the children too i hate that laughing it's such a serious scene <laughs> it's so serious but it's it's honestly just one of those important scenes just because of just you can see the hatred and the the like just confusion between you know good and evil and like the dark side of the force and the light side of the force and it's just he's really trying to just find his place within the jedi order just the world and of course 
one of the things that Anakin goes through is a lot of loss. Especially because, you know, his mom yeah. was a slave. Now, of course, that wasn't one of the things, that, but, like, ma- ma- mainly was like he Yoda lost said? his mom. Uh, what's that? Oh, sorry. Isn't that something that, like, Yoda said? Kind of, yeah. Was that, was that something Yoda said? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Yoda says something about that. That's one of his biggest weaknesses. Was Worst counselor, Yoda. He gets, he gets, <laughs> he, and he gets, you know, too attached to things. Right. <laughs> lost you have. But Suck it up, you will. There's, I, I, I don't really remember a whole lot. I remember him, you know, I remember Anakin be just being cocky and, you know, getting his arm chopped off by freaking Count Dooku. Homie was like, watch this, dude. <laughs> watch this, trick. I think that was in the Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Pretty though, sure right? it was his hand. No, it was no. in uh, the Attack of Clones. That was in Attack of Clones. And then, cause then Yoda the... was like, Wait. hey, guys. Watch this. And <laughs> because freaking because Anakin got pieced up. I don't know what happened to Obi Wan. I know he just couldn't fight at his full. And then Yoda was like, hmm, "Peace up, you will be." And then like starts throwing hands with Count Dooku. <laughs> but Count after that, I <laughs> I don't honestly remember too much that. Th- the thing with these Star Wars movies, man, is they're too they're they're very long. They're like over two hours long. And the thing with that is, is that like I can only remember some key parts. I don't remember the movie like fully. Like I do remember the whole like Geonosis battle. I remember, you know, Anakin really flirting with Padme. I remember the whole thing where uh this that this movie was the blessed um beginning of the uh meme with obi-wan kenobi with the uh the visible confusion hello that's which one oh yeah <laughs> but Ta- i just think attack of the clones was one of those very just good like almost bridge pro- movies that you know was- I-, I didn't abs- i didn't absolutely hate attack of the clones did it kind of lose my interest here and there yeah but i never honestly hated it like i'd watch it and go you know I mean, it's all right. Like, it's not terrible, but you know, there's movies that are definitely. It could be better. It could. It's, be a, it's be better, a good movie, know. but it's forgettable. It is forgettable. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like, eh, you know, whatever. Because I honestly, I almost told Jamel to don't watch it, but I was like, no, it's almost one of the most important movies. You have to watch it so you can see that you know where that anger comes from. So you're not just watching, you know, Phantom Menace, little little boy, and then like. One angry boy. But it's it's just one of those like cross movies that I'm just kinda like, okay, it's here, you know, we see the Clone Wars. It's a bridge. Uh almost yeah, it's almost like you kind of see the Clone Wars going on. Uh now, I wouldn't say at the beginning because the Clone Wars was going on for a very long time. It was just one of those times where you actually saw clones being made and you know, learning some backstory and then you can almost see you can also see where the uprising of the Sith is also there. Yeah. There's, you know, some, you know, it, it's, it just all in all, it's a, it's a very important movie that a lot of people overlook because there's a lot of small, like detail, a lot of small details that a lot of people don't take note of in my honest opinion. Now, Ian, what did you, what did you think of Attack of the Clones? I was, I liked it a little bit, um, but it really did kit. It was, <sighs> Yeah, I mean, and like looking back at it now, I was like, man, they really, really could have done better. Uh, I think my favorite part was the arena, uh, and just like seeing the whole fight on Genosis. Oh, did they have a scene where they were using the uh, the laser tanks 
Oh, the the yeah, I loved that scene. That was my favorite scene. That was entire movie was watching them use those tanks. Oh man, that was that was dope. But pretty much after that, I was like, man, what what am I watching? What what is going on? What what is happening here? Good. You? Why is you? What? Yeah, that was a like, holy cow. What am I watching? Uh, definitely like the fight scene with Kenobi and Ken Yoda and Dooku. That was really dope. That was kind of fun to watch. <laughs> Seeing this, this short little green man just beat up a <laughs> beat up Ian. <laughs> oh, I forgot his last name. His, his name is his name's Ian as well. The person who plays Kanduku is Ian. His name's Ian something. I can't remember. Shoot. Wait, I thought that was I thought that was um. What's his face? Am I gonna have to pull up the whole cast for? I thought <laughs> it might be. I might be Attack thinking of, of someone else. Though. I swear his name is Ian. Chris. I thought it was Chris something. It might be Chris. All right, I'm pulling uh, up the cast. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Lee. Yeah. Christopher, yeah, oh, it's Christopher it. Lee. Okay, well, that, I think. Oh, it's uh, it's Palpatine. That's Ian Mc. Okay, Dearman? okay, yeah, it was Pal- Palpatine. Was Ian? It's Palpatine. Right. It's Palpatine. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, but shoot, well then, shoot, yeah. Ugh. The Clone Wars was is an important movie though, despite how being how kind of. Poor the you know cinematography cinematography is that is that a word? Yeah, yeah, that's the, the word. film. Yeah, you are correct. Mm, correct, you are. <laughs> um, but how you know, kind of poor it was? It was still an important movie uh, to watch and to and to recognize that, that is a, that's a thing. Because Austin is right; it kind of does show you know the turning point of Anakin and. And his his anger, his, the the reason why he's so against the order, I went away because the order kind of he's tired of the order being limiting to him. He gotta understand he's still a kid. I mean, the man didn't grow up with a father. His mom was a, a freaking junkyard slave, so she was you know, wasn't really around to to really teach him how to do things he was just learning things from other people or just fighting out by himself so he's still in that he wasn't raised like other yeah either he kind of thrown into a lavish a lavish life so you know he he hasn't had the time to to learn how to be grateful and 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 all that he's still a kid he's still rambunctious ramba yes that word, rambunctious. Is that is that how you pronounce Ram- it? Rambunctious. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I have a hard time pronouncing words. Uh, no, it's okay, dude. Yes, rambunctious. Uh, yeah, that's that's my kind of go. Uh, the fight scene with Django, though, man, well, that was kind of short lived. <laughs> it was kind of short lived. I mean, oh, oh, man, it, I guess you could say he wasn't ahead of the game. Oh. I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> I also, also, let me, clear, let me clarify something real quick. Okay, Django Fed, he is the he's the the prime 
the prime uh person they they pulled for cloning. He's not the only he's not the only person they pulled for, you know, making clones uh from, but he's the like the the golden, you know, the kind of like the, the golden arm friend. is what we we call it like people with a really good blood in real life they call him the golden arm. Essentially he's like the golden arm for them. Uh and he's a Mandalorian. So too. fun fact yeah, and, and kind of like how they kind of went through the show, the cloning process. Uh, I know they definitely went through a, a more in depth in the Clone Wars. Is actually there's actually a, a a few episodes where they show clone training from you know growing up into yeah yeah they kind of show that yeah um mm-hmm. kind of so what you know what the clones went through as kids and growing up because as soon as they're freaking you know able to come out of the pods they're right into combat training so and yeah it is really cool though we'll, we'll get to that Who, who's who's next on our, on our list who's oh, i think i just finished up lovely my Jamil. opinion the lovely lovely the lovely Jamil. you're up next i think i'm just kind of of the same opinion as everyone else here i i uh, Austin kind of told me well, before we even watched the movie that it was an important movie even if it wasn't the best I like it for the memes it has way too many quotes to count and I think we went over sand. pretty much all the best one the sand one I hate sand. them uh, Yoda well what do I have to say about Yoda it's Yoda, it's Yoda. there is no Yoda explanation. is the best in every scene he's the best in every scene <laughs> uh, I think it's I think when you when you try to look at it like the way you were trying to look at it, Austin, um, it helps you see that it is trying to bridge an important gap in Anakin's character, and it does play a a good role in the third movie, uh, in in like establishing that. Because if there was no second movie and it just jumped straight to Revenge of the Sith, it would have probably been a huge question mark as how Anakin went from sweet loving boy to. I am now doubting everything, and I think I want to kill people. I'm angry. I'm angry. Join my empire. <laughs> Very upset. Exactly. Join me. Enjoy my empire. Join me, Luke. Yeah, and then, like, imagine, like, Padme, too. It's like, bro, what? <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> What's a Padme? What's a Padme with you? Padme. <laughs> so, oh, man. It's, it's... You got me. For that purpose... Isn't that that creepy lady from the first movie? <laughs> For that purpose, I think it's an interesting movie, but largely, with the exception of a couple of scenes, it's it's mostly forgettable for me. Uh, but I guess on from from there, we talk about what I think is cons- the consensus here is our favorite movie of the three, and perhaps of the entire Star Wars movie. First, what what do you call it? Sextology? Uh, saga. Ex- saga. Saga. That's... Yeah, yeah. That's the, Wait, no, there's nine of them. <laughs> Sextology be six. Uh, nine, nine, nine-tology. <laughs> nine-tology. Huh. Revenge of there's the There's a word sin. for it. I don't remember what it is. Um, I guess I'll, I'll start with that one. I, I really liked that movie. And it wasn't just... I think it had a good enough blend of scenes that made me laugh i mean palpatine just kills it in that movie yes sir literally like and i only really got to appreciate it after we watched the original trilogy but palpatine is just such a 
I don't even know how to describe his character. Funny. He's such a character. He's such a character. Like, you can tell <laughs> the person who plays Palpatine, what would we say, Ian something? Yeah. Uh, no, wait. Uh, you know what? I had it up on my phone and accidentally we'll swiped it up. We'll just say it's definitely you, Ian. You definitely Ian play McDermott. Palpatine. I, I was Palpatine, boys. Ian Scott. Sorry. Uh, Ian, Scott. Ian, Scott Palpatine. Palpatine. Ian Scott is Palpatine. Ian Scott, definitely. Um... Palpatine is such a character in that movie and you can tell that he enjoys playing that role just every time he he goes into his Sith voice do it you just know you just know that he's really enjoying that role and as for like the character and overall acting um, I think it was it was mostly mostly alright it wasn't as bad as the second movie second movie because of primarily Anakin. Anakin still acted a little weird in the movie, but it's a bit clearer. He got a lot better. I'd say and he he got a lot better, I'd say. And just I like how everything was set up in that movie like especially when it got to the end cuz the whole movie is a build up of to essentially all the Jedi being killed with order 66. Like something like we we saw throughout the last two movies that there was a conspiracy building up and everybody was confused. The Jedi couldn't figure out what was going on. And then by the, by the time they could, it was too late and all of them died. Most of them died. <laughs> so most of them died. Most of them died. And they went it's out with Palpatine positive. saying the funny phrase because it's his voice. Execute order 66. Like it, it's not funny at all, and the scene is actually quite emotional, if I'm being honest. Seeing, Especially seeing Yoda, like, feel every single Jedi around the entire universe beginning to be annihilated. And he could feel that through the Force, but that... I don't know what that would feel like, because as far as, far as we know, the Force does not exist. But I'd like imagine so, it'd like... be like figuring out, like, your entire family line was just killed. Well, out, just all of a sudden, all gone, and you felt that emotion. That's what I think it would feel like, anyway. I'm sorry. What were you? I gonna think say? that feeling. I was saying that I think that feeling would just feel like you feel your heart drop. Yeah, like like the, yeah, that's that, that and, you just, and you just keep and you just keep feeling it over and over again. It just keeps going. And you just going. you just have that. It's almost like one of those things where it's like you just know something's Gut bad. Feeling. Yeah, and you just, yeah, it's a yeah. You feel it in your gut. It's just a bad gut feeling, but you just keep feeling that, and it gets stronger and stronger. And it's just, it, it, it's a really poor feeling. I don't like the feeling oh, at all. I hate it. Who does? It's a horrible <laughs> feeling. Yeah, so you're bad. Right. That's why it. When we can kind of relate to that, just seeing that scene made it. De- it definitely left an impact on on me, and it kind of. Uh, I think. One thing that to tie my thoughts all together with the trilogy is I I was fascinated by the fact that it was a prequel trilogy, but it came out after because I don't know why I wasn't really familiar with the idea of a prequel to a movie being released after the original. Like, I always thought it would be the other way around. I don't know why, even though I know that people uh, in filmmaking do this all the time. And I think George Lucas, for the most part, did a good job trying to come up with something believable to come before the original trilogy that could segue well enough into the original. And Revenge of the Sith especially, I think, fits 
most nicely. The other two, uh, especially Attack of the Clones, is a bit harder to say, main, mainly because by by them being a movie, uh, not necessarily the character development, because we said that it's important, the character development was important in both movies. Um, like I said, they don't mention pod racing ever again. <laughs> exactly. Ever again. So there are just some no, things that aren't necessary. That this this is apparently racing. it wasn't enough pod racing, or wasn't enough because it never it's, appeared again. It's always enough. It's those, always those enough. Lego Star Wars levels. Oh my goodness! Uh, justifies why it, it's never back. No, ninety-nine out of ten Please never play again. <laughs> so. It's just the original trilogy was kind of. I'm more impressed, even if they aren't the best movies. Impressed by how George Lucas was able to put his vision into it, and and how he could make a world that seemed believable, leading to the original. I mean, the gap between the original and the prequels is so large, like in terms of when they released the movies, and yet it just re- going back through it and watching the movies all together, it just. It fits. It, it fits well enough, and there's not really much of a contradiction, and I like that. But that's kind of how I feel about the whole thing in general. Uh, what did you think, Austin? Ooh, Revenge <laughs> of the Sith, man. Oh, boy. that one. Like I like you, like you know what you said. Like literally, is one of my favorite Star Wars movies of all time. It's it's just so good. Like everything about it is so good. You. I think like like the like it's just the cinematography of it is like there's just so much good emotion in it like everything is just everything just feels like it fits of course and of course you know Anakin I've always liked Anakin like he's always been like my favorite character all the time of course everyone's been like yeah Obi-Wan I'm like the outsider I'm like yeah but Anakin though but I've <laughs> I've just oh, even growing yeah, up I've always Anakin. been like but like even growing up, I was always about Anakin. Like it's just, I just like how like I just like his character. I just like what goes on, and I just think the Revenge of the Sith just does a very good job. And don't even get me started with the lightsaber fights in that in that movie. Oh, I sure. think how did I and I and I can and I can and I can I think I can say this for everyone: the fights between Anakin. And Obi-Wan was one of the best cinematography, like, just choreographed fights. It was one hell of a freaking lecture. It was, oh my. It's so quotable. I know, emotional. It was just, oh man, you just felt every single emotion. Like, you just, you feel like the hatred that Anakin, like, you felt the hatred that Anakin felt. But then you also felt, like, how sorry obi-wan was that he failed anakin then you just feel like brother anakin like you just feel everything and it's just so insane like you just the hurt you can see the hurt you can see the the betrayal like it wasn't just a fight between two jedis it was a fight that on it almost like between good and evil but it was also a fight that one failed the other and one is you know one feels sorry for that he could not be there. Obi Wan even said that like I'm sorry that I couldn't do anything because Ugh, jumping back to the the last movies like his like Obi Wan's master died like he 
he didn't have a master. Like he was pretty much promoted to Jedi, like the like a Jedi uh, knight, pretty quickly because he took out a Sith. Now, of course, I don't know a lot of the backstory about around that, but you just you just feel the hurt, you see the pain, like you just everything about it. I I kind of have the uh you know I have the 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 novelization of Revenge of the Sith, and that is so good. I haven't finished it, but it's just so good. But the part where you know Anakin is literally about to behead Count Dooku, and of course, when Palpatine said do it, it was like Anakin finally got permission to 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 feel something that you know he never he was always told that he could not feel. And that... so just hearing the the words do it, like and, and you know he let it go. Of course, he felt bad because he's like, wait, I wasn't supposed to do that. Like that was. He was on arms, like he just, you know, that wasn't fair. But you know, of course, Palpatine continued to manipulate him, yada yada yada. The Count Dooku's, but I just think, well, actually, fun fact to that: the reason, like, his expression was like that was because, and I actually read this from the novel, is because what was supposed to happen was Count Dooku was supposed to take out Obi Wan, which then was supposed to like kill Obi Wan, which was supposed to put you know, um, Anakin over the edge to finally go over to the dark side of the force and Count Dooku and Anakin and, you know, Palpatine was supposed to take over the galaxy, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when Palpatine said, kill him, Count Dooku finally realized that he was a pawn for Palpatine, that he wasn't even like, all this promise of being a general and taking over some part of the galaxy and whatever, like he finally realized that I was just a Sith pawn. I was not, you know, I wasn't used for anything but just to be a pawn. So that face was just a face of being betrayed and just, you know, taking that out. Damn. But yeah, fun fact for you guys for about that. There's just so much about Revenge of the Sith and I will always forever, you know, love to enjoy that movie no matter how many times I watch it. There's just so much, like, there's just so much to it that it's just powerful. And I will say that, it, you know, Revenge of the Sith is just one of my, like, just absolute favorite movies. Just, just favorite movies. Like, I think I put that, like, my favorite movie, like, all-time favorite movie is uh, a Goofy movie. But... Right under that is Revenge of the Sith, which is funny because it's two totally different That's movies. That's like complete mirror opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, complete all, mirror opposite. They're both owned by Disney. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just one of those movies where I just, I thoroughly enjoyed and whenever I say, hey, you know, Revenge of the Sith is probably one of the best Star Wars movies, in my honest opinion, you know, I never... I remember just explaining it to Jamil and saying, like, this one's it. Like, this is my favorite movie. Um, yeah, I remember you saying that. I, remember, I don't disagree I actually with you remember, I actually remember watching Revenge of the Sith with Jamil and seeing the part where, you know, Obi-Wan was expressing, you know, how he, you know, failed, him, failed Anakin and everything. And he, you know, and then you just see Anakin look up at him and was like, you know, I hate you. Like that, Ugh, that, had to, that had to take a blow. Like, like that had to be a Ugh. blow. Like, imagine like someone you essentially like watch grow up, and 
you you know like a brother so yeah um another actually fun fact in the book before they went to go take on dooku um obi-wan actually looks at anakin and goes there's no other man i wanted to be with to do this with except you like they were like they were the power team like everyone across the galaxy knew obi-wan and anakin like they they were like near like just legends across the galaxy like if you saw anakin and obi-wan like you were screwed yeah essentially you're screwed start praying yeah so when you know like i said so when you know obi-wan finally just saw that he finally like just lost anakin like that's why he had such a just deep sorrow look in his eye because like he he truly lost someone that he loved and what amazes me is how obi-wan never turned to the dark side he lost Satine, he lost his master, like, he lost his his brother, and he still did not turn to the dark side. It shows you how much Which, of a, like, strong will he had. Right, or that's good, crazy. Good will, I don't um, know how to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah. And then, you know, and then when Anakin finally became, you know, Darth Vader, I mean, he, I mean, he was always Darth Vader in that movie, let's just be real. Pretty much. But when he actually got the armor on, you know, he had the whole scene where he goes, no, no, because, you know, he's no. like, yeah, <laughs> because, you know, you know, whatever happened to Padme. But I actually read some of the Darth Vader comics and it literally started right after, um, right after that scene. And uh, Darth Vader was actually pissed with Palpatine. Like he's about to throw hands with Palpatine because he felt tricked. He ripped his shackles. Like, he felt like he was tricked by Palpatine. I mean, even though he was. He was like, you promised me this. You promised me this. Like, you, what What happened? He's like, and then, of course, Palpatine's like, but you did it. You killed her. Even though, like, you know. That's not the case. Not really. Oh, no. But it was just one of those things where it's like. And then you see the birth, you know, of Luke and Leia. And honestly, I am so excited for the obi-wan show just to see it tie a new hope and uh you know revenge of the sith together because i think that's what's going to happen i hope that's it's, the it's case. finally going to be that tie between revenge of the sith and a new hope now even though you know we had rogue one but mm. that was more of how they got the death star plans and not so much of you know the actual like year tie or you know what yeah. however many years it was between a new hope yeah. and it's like a yeah, uh, literally right, right before a new hope was Rogue yeah. one and the Kenobi series is going to be like the whole entirety of in between Revenge of the Sith and uh a new hope. Yeah. So, how about you Daniel? What do you what do you think about uh Revenge of the Sith? I know I kind of went on a tangent <laughs> a little bit there. This is where the fun begins. I have been waiting this entire time to say that, by the way. I want to mention that. Okay. I'm pretty proud of you. I'm pretty proud thank of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll do the queen wave. No one can see me. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh boy. Revenge of the Sith is is beautiful. It's it's like a work of art, honestly. Like, especially compared to just like the three movies, or the two movies that came before it. It's... It's like a completely different, different rodeo. It's a whole different race. And at the end of it, I'm just kind of sitting there with a bag full of feelings. And I'm like, what do I do with these? And I got like a pool full of tears in one. 
I got like anger in another, and then I'm laughing at the high ground in this little corner of feelings. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that uh, you guys didn't really mention too much, and I kind of wanted to get into, was the thing with Anakin and Padme. Mm-hmm. What I what I always thought was interesting. I I'm a sucker for love stories. I am I'm the type of guy who will read a romance novel and not be ashamed of it. But I loved what they did with that because all Anakin really wanted to do was protect Padme. That's that's just his like that was his main goal because and it makes sense. He already lost his mother, who was one of the most important women in his life. And he didn't want to lose Padme, the love of his life. Now, uh, a little background with uh, with Anakin and Padme. Jedi can't... They essentially can't fall in love. As in, like, they can't have attachments, is what you're supposed to... What's supposed to be. You're supposed to kind of be free and be able to understand free all will. living life forms yeah free will pretty much with like all living life forms and all that you're not supposed to have like attachments jealousy well yeah you're not supposed to have attachments because it could lead to jealousy anger and which then leads to the dark side mm-hmm. which then leads to the dark side exactly and i always i i loved seeing him like i i love and i hated seeing anakin kind of slip into the dark side because it was sad. It was really sad seeing this character I love, and especially if uh, if any of you guys ever, I know you guys, you guys, but like any of the audience ever watches like the any of these movies or the Clone Wars, especially. Oh, that's terrible! Get, like watching yeah. the Clone Wars, then watching Revenge of the Sith, it's way worse. Exactly, way worse. You get like you get attached to these characters, and then you see them fight. You see them hate each other. And it's it's so sad. But also, uh, one of the great things was uh, General Grievous. I love that man. <laughs> Hello there. General Grievous. Is the best story that I expected, General. He's, I love him. I love his character. I loved his, his backstory, which they, they don't really get into in the movies. They kind of get into it more through like the comics. And... And other other forms of media, but I I kind of liked how they finished him off. They killed him in in Revenge of the Sith, and I I just love what they did with this character. And another thing, uh, Jamil mentioned it when he was talking about Revenge of the Sith, was Order sixty six. Now, like the actual Order sixty six in the movie is intense and meaningful. But one of my favorite things that I saw with Order 66 was through the video game uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh my gosh, that was such that, a good reference. Oh that my was, goodness. Yeah, I that was such a good I didn't one. finish Fallen Order, but I saw the scene. I yeah, basically, it. Jedi Fallen Order, I just go on a little bit of a tangent. Uh, it takes place, uh, I think it's, is it right after Revenge of the Sith? It's like a mysterious period before, like, Rogue One, uh, A New Hope. I think it's as and... the Empire's taking over. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it is. It's like right before, so right before Rogue One, uh, A New Hope and all that. And you play as this Jedi named Cal Kestis, and he's like, 
he's one of the last Jedi that is is alive. And basically throughout the whole game, you're trying to find this cube that uh, shows the location of other kind of Padawan Jedi younglings that survived. Force sensitive children. Yeah, That's the words I was looking for. I couldn't find it. It was in my brain, but it's not actually there. <laughs> but uh, it was basically a map to the force sensitive children. And he was trying to find it before the, I guess the sisters. The Inquisitors. Before, the Inquisitors. I am falling. <laughs> hey, fall in order, fall in mind. Fall. <laughs> That's a knee slapper. <laughs> so, but it's a really fun game. If you ever, if you ever play it, it's beautiful. But back to Revenge of the Sith. Like, like Austin said, he, he pretty much put it perfectly. Everything with Obi-Wan and Anakin was heart-wrenching. Because, like, these are my two favorite characters in the entirety of the Star Wars franchise. And just seeing them, seeing brothers break apart. It's like, it's like if me and Austin, or hell, me Austin, me Ian, me Jamil, if any of us, like, would fight or, like, had that kind of interaction, it would be heartbreaking. Hearing, like, seeing the face of Obi-Wan... As Anakin's yelling, I hate you, is just, it's got, I'm going to cry just thinking about it. Like, Jesus. It's insane how good they did it. And, like, the forget forget the terrible acting of Attack of the Clones and, and all that. Hayden Christensen did, like, did my boy Anakin justice. Fantastic. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. So good. And I genuinely love Hayden Christensen, and especially Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor is like my hero, <laughs> Be, mostly because of these movies. But I I did love him in other movies, uh, like I think he was in Birds of Prey. That was a really good. Anywho, but he was, it was beautiful. But uh, enough about me, Ian. Tell me about. Let me hear your Revenge of the Sith opinion. Boy, here we're gonna start. Where can I start? Oh my god. There is no start. The fact that we got to see... This is the end. <laughs> the Battle of Coruscant. Oh, that, be- that was, oh, yes. that that was one right? of my favorite star fights. That was the only star fight that I enjoyed sitting there just looking at. I was like, man. I just want you to, guys, I want you guys <laughs> to know that that was a fracture of the Battle of Coruscant. What they were at... Was like wasn't even even the epicenter of where the battle was taking place. There was about um like where you, where you can see there's like a, a few hundred you know cruisers. There's thousands of other cruisers around the entire planet. Of course, there's thousands, thousands, lots of them. Really, so it's happening all over. It's the planet. happening all over the planet. It's not happening like where they are. Just happens to be right over the city. The, the capital, but the the battle of Coruscant is humongous. It's one of the biggest battles, one of the biggest star battles in Star Wars history. Um, it it was on a massive scale. Also, um, that wasn't the entire fleet that was protecting Coruscant at the time. 
uh, part of the fleet that was protecting Coruscant was sent out because it was part of Palpatine's plan to kind of lower the defenses of Coruscant. So, you know, kind of, you know, get in and, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, but just in the, in the fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi, we were told about that. That was also awesome. What's what's your opinion about it? Like, I, I want I want to hear what you thought. Like your inner workings of that fight, because like we we all each said it was beautiful, which it is. But like, I just want to hear what you want to say about like, it, because I'm genuinely, genuinely. Like that was that was a battle between brothers. Like that was that was like like dude, I I don't know what to say. Like man, like, I failed you, and I'm really sorry that I failed you. Like, I I can't fix. That's already happened. Like, it wasn't just like a battle between two enemies or like, one turn were... bad, one turn good. Like that was like the battle they were, they were like, of two brothers. Like I'm still crying over it. Like, it was just <laughs> sad. I never thought it I could was... feel this way over a fictional character. Almost twenty years later, and I'm still crying over it. <laughs> it was the oh, tears. Oh, oh, it was just emotional. It was and. It made me, I was like, man, oh my gosh. You can feel the pain, you can feel everything. Just, Anakin oh, had had turned, he already, he, he's been turned, he's been gone. There was no coming back, it was, it was over, it was over. It was done, donezo. So, yeah. Absolutely. That was, that's my little, my little, my little thought. Um... I'm gonna go ahead. I feel like we're forgetting a part on Revenge of the Sith that we haven't talked about. Is there a part? Austin, I, I, do we need to bring up the children? I don't. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, you, mean, you, mean, you mean when uh, when Anakin first used the Youngling Slayer 3000? <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with new children detecting features. Oh, yeah. funny how I hit my bike with that one. Yeah, forget everything I said about emotional Anakin. Horrible person, zero out of ten. Would not see again. <laughs> would, would not we're, we're see not again. Would not again. Would not Anakite. Anakinize. I think that was it, though. I think so. Yeah, they kind of. All right, you want to sign yeah, us off? We'll go ahead now. Sign us off today. Um, I had a lot of fun. Talking about Star Wars, uh, well, Star really, really not fully Star Wars, but you guys know what I mean. The first bit of Star Wars, the episodes one, two, and three. Oh yeah, man. Um, yeah. We didn't really get a chance to talk too much about the Clone Wars, but it's fine. Uh, we'll have to. I think we kind of we kind of touched up. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about another yeah. one. Um, but I do want to say, you know, we all have different feelings about Star Wars. You know, we love it, we dislike some of the things about it, but in the end, we're all Star Wars fans. We all love Star Wars. We want to see what what's best for Star Wars, what's to come from Star Wars. Because in the end, we, we all want to see it just be in our lifetime forever. It's something we want to just see forever. I know, I want to see it forever. I want, I I want, want to my kids to have the same lightsabers as I did. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes, I want my down. kids to whip it out too. <laughs> <laughs> I want my kids to whip it out too. This oh. was a lightsaber my daddy gave me. 
what you pay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I have our, our quote for the day. Um, it is from our boy Theodore Roosevelt, the one and only. It is keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. That's really important because you know that was very fitting. You know, you can see the one look at the sky, and that's your, your dreams. But you also understand that you know you have a, you have a reality to live in, and you, you can always make the best of what of what is in your reality. So you can still reach your dreams. Just make sure you're not becoming you know like an airhead flowing off into space in your own little wild wild land, essentially. So be realistic. Be realistic, exactly. Chase your dreams or be realistic. Damn, that's 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 something that hits a little too close to home. I feel like I needed to hear that. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'd say me. Oh my God, <laughs> your beard or husband knew how to knew how to, how to talk for real, for real. Thank you, Theodore. Question oh, mark. <laughs> Thanks, Teddy. Teddy. Thanks, Teddy. He hated being called Teddy. Well, but anywho, he's got to change his expectations. Time for us to sign off. This was. The cross platform. Signing off today. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you.